I will never, ever tire of hearing. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> Welcome back. It's another awful conversation. It's it's all right. <laughs> it's, all right. Me, it's me, your host, Matt Doima, with with Joe. You're always you're only as young as you feel, Cocozello. And today I am feeling young, feeling except young. for my back and my leg and my foot. And your sciatica. And yeah, my stomach is being all weird. Your and gout. I this, and this little dot that's in the eye that mm-hmm. I can't quite. What is that dot? You ever like. Yeah. You're the corns on your feet. Oh, I, but other than that, I feel young as a young as fit as a fiddle. Uh, if that fiddle was purchased at Goodwill. Just an old ass fiddle. So you're, you're a Stradivarius, but like the kind that got left in a. <laughs> Got left in an attic and then uh, never got played or oiled or greased. But you're still there. I'm you're technically there. a Stradivarius. You're just, just technically. And you know what? The two of us could just talk about Joe being any instrument in an orchestra. In fact, I think that's just going to be the theme of the episode. He, do you think he'd be a woodwind or one of the brass? Um, but let's we, ask him. Let's ask. Let's ask. Let's, let's ask our our, our, our returning guest. Uh, Awful, the Awful Service Podcast. You might remember this voice from episode 100. Ooh. Yeah, you were. You were episode 100. Aaron, I was episode 100. And Aaron Woldeslassi on the podcast. Aaron Woldeslassi. Aaron Woldeslassi. I don't, like, for a second there, I, like, I got, like, a little uh, mush-mouthed. No, it was, at least, uh, I'm not Nick Piantic. Yeah. I'll Honestly, call him out. the last name thing, like, it's, I feel like, Joe, you, actually, you both, uh, understand this because you both have interesting last names that I'm sure get butchered. Oh, on the regular. Yeah, so like you kind of just have to take that with like a grain of salt. You got like oh, you, you, I'm not even really offended. Like so, if anything, I'm just like, yeah, that'll happen. It only <laughs> you know it's funny. The only time people like genuinely surprise me with my name is when they get it right without asking me. Then yeah. I'm like, whoa. There was all hundred percent. But that's the, the thing about our names is if you just take a second to look at it and sound it the fuck out, you can pretty much you can you can get it. Except for mine. Doing everyone goes do it's always do. I always get do yeah. like do yema do yema is like the one I get the most. But no, the reason I brought it up is last night myself. Uh, and Aaron were on uh, Carly McMenamin's Triple X Dirty Show, and it was being hosted by former guest and del- friend of the podcast, Nick Piantic. And he got every single comic's last name wrong. <laughs> every single comic on the bill. And he's like, here's Matt, do ya, do ya. Uh, here's Aaron Wal- Waldesassi. Dude, it's okay, because <laughs> he could say it. He could have said it. Was he reading off a piece of paper? No. He oh. knows us all. He knows we've worked with we've all everyone who was on that. I was going to give him credit that he he could say it in conversation, but he just can't read. Well, I mean, I, 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 I was so much more tragic than I wanted it to be. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, what is the funniest butchering of of your of your last names? Ah, oh, God. 
Uh, I remember, like, it's been, it's this happened, like, maybe three times where somebody would, like, announce me. They'd go Aaron, because uh, A-R-O-N is essentially just Aaron. Or they'd go Aron, which I'm not really bothered by. <laughs> I'm not gonna... it, makes you, it makes you sound exotic. Sure, yeah. And... You were ethnic. Yeah. Aron. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they'll, like, <laughs> read it. passport. Yeah. Um, they'll, but they'll be reading it and they'll be like, oh, Aaron. And then they'll go, oh, God. Yeah. And then they'll say my last name. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, my last name is such an immediate burden that, like, they audibly, like, just like, there's like, you can, you can eat their, they're pre, they're pre hugging. They're like, Ugh, yeah, no, that, I've gotten that a ton. A lot of teachers, mm-hmm. first day of school was yeah. the, was the, oh, what the? Oh, yeah. There's always like a very sweet, I remember like sometimes this happened to me like a couple of times in school. Um, when other, like when a substitute teacher would come in and that substitute would be like very East African. Uh, and like there would be like this very lovely moment when they're like reading roll call and then they would just like my full name. They'd be like, Oh, I don't Selassie. And I'd be like, I'm here. And then we'd have, we'd share this like loving moment <laughs> of just like seeing each other. Uh, and then I had I have to get back to like algebra or something. <laughs> All right, back to home ec. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, my, Speaking of home ec, uh huh. This cake came out. This cake came out okay. It's a uh, okay. cake. Yeah. So, what kind of cake did you bake? This is a southern caramel cake. Caramel cake. You can go. Well, it depends if you're if you're if you're talking southern. If if you're going to be true southern, it's caramel. Right, like right, like it's right because they they pronounce it a little different, and then oh. caramel, caramel's the northern, right? You say it's a, it's a caramel cake. I had no, no idea. No, <laughs> or is it is it flip flopped? Is it caramel up in the fancy parts and down south? It's I always assumed caramel, caramel was like French or something. <laughs> Very good. Just just fancy fancy mm-hmm. pants people are the only people that's like hey, caramel. Yes, nobody. <laughs> All I know is nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee. <laughs> this came, this show came to a screeching halt. And w- what's the proper pronunciation? Just we're just, just the rest of the podcast. Is it caramel or caramel? All right, it's oh. caramel. <laughs> like it just the podcast callers, breaks. Callers up. have your say. We don't have a call in, and we're going to have callers. We're just, just putting the <laughs> we cell phone. Do. We don't know how to do it. Cell phones up to the mic. Just we callers. yeah yeah we don't we we don't we don't care about religion. But like, tell us how you pronounce like. <laughs> Flambe sugar water. Like that, that's what's gonna be the next civil war. Oh. It's not gonna be over Republican, Democrat. It's not gonna be any it's gonna be a, how do you pronounce it? So what what makes the cake a uh, southern caramel cake? It's just like it was it was saying racist shit towards you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, sh- the the sugar the sugar's never bound, so it was uh it was still separate but equal. Exactly. Uh, I, All the flowers were white. Everything that you used in it was a white. <laughs> white eggs. White flour. It's like a weirdly popular <laughs> white flour cake just in the, sounds in the too south. close to a KKK. White yeah. flour. And like it's like I like as I was like making it, like people were like in the comments, you could be you could like because I got this from a recipe, the New York Times. You could see that, like in the comments, people were like, "Back down south, we call we call uh, all-purpose flour lily white," and you gotta be like, "That's what they call it." Apparently, all-purpose flour to them is just lily white. 
And apparently yeah, people got some of that otherwise they were like, what is all purpose flour? <laughs> I oh, liked it when it was separate. <laughs> White flour matters. Yeah. My flour. My flour. My flour. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, welcome to the KK cooking show. Honestly, if there was like a southern wow. like if there was a southern cooking show, actually there was a southern cooking show. It's called yeah, Paula, Paula Dean. Dean. Paula yeah. Dean, yeah. That should work. She had to say yeah, she she did that. That's actually really getting onto like the white flower, you know. Like, <laughs> the white flower. White flower. She like <laughs> I feel like that's gonna be so exhausting, like working in media, and you're like, "Hey, let's do something down south," and then like you have to, like once you do that, like there's like a countdown appears until like someone says like something problematic. No, it's instead of a. It's been so many days since there's been an yes! accident on. It's been yeah. there's been so many days since someone said something, and it's always at like zero. Yeah, yeah. There's like there's like there should be like a chalkboard of just like how many days since somebody said the n word. Yeah, racial epithets and then just hash marks. Absolutely. I said white flower. White flower. White flower. I don't know why that's so fucking funny to me. Because it's kind of the reality we're living in right now. That's why we're crying because of trauma. All right. Let them eat cake. Let them eat. Let them eat southern caramel cake. Yeah. All right. So what? What is in this southern caramel cake? Getting back to your racist cake that you love. So no, like it's literally it's 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 only popular in the south because it's like a really easy cake to make. I think it's like their version of tres leches. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want to call it tres leches. Yeah, we don't know what that means. So like, it's literally just two layers of cake. Wait, so that's three. Three three, three light chase. Yeah, like it's it's super easy. It's just two cakes. Uh, in between it is caramel, and then on top is more caramel. And like you don't frost it; you just pour the caramel on top, and then it like hardens and makes like a shell. Amazing. Yeah, that sounds delicious. It sounds delicious, but I think that cake called me boy. I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. I like that cake. Look me in the eyes and just like, don't talk to my daughter. And I was yeah. like, like, geez, that's a sundown pastry. I Here's will not have. Can I be honest? Like, uh, like that was always something that like didn't necessarily bother me, but like confused me. Like growing up, or just like you hear stories of that. It was just like people like like racist men would be like, they're gonna have sex with their daughters. I, like every time I heard that as a kid, I was just like, you know, it seems more like your daughter's problem. Like, why are you bothering me about this? Like, why would you want to think about your daughter doing anything with it? Yeah. Anyone? Like, also, like, if you talk to your daughter and you're like, hey, don't sleep with black guys, like, that's, I mean, like, I don't agree with that, but like, that makes more sense than you bothering black people. <laughs> you stay with my daughter. I think yeah. it's a it's a weird it's a weird Freudian slip because they actually want to sleep with black men. That's really what it is. <laughs> They're just like, 
I don't want. I don't want you. We get your muscles, your glistening, your melanin. Just I don't want you to sleep with my daughter. I want touch you to sleep being all being all soft and, like, and, and and gentle with her and like the yeah, like the the creepy it, part is kiss her and like, look her directly in the eyes. And it's like, never. It's never like don't rape my daughter because that's a crime and like nobody wants that. It's exclusively don't talk to her as if to say like, listen, you're gonna seduce my daughter. Yeah, with your magical with them caramel eyes and that uh that cake like exterior. Wildflowers. Uh wildflowers. Uh, now talking about cake. And I'm pretty sure that you can't tell your daughter to not sleep with black guys because isn't that isn't even you tell your kid to do to not do something, they're gonna just wanna do it. So I guess you have to you yeah, have to yeah. just go and deal with all the black guys in the peripheral, right? Like it's like you just keep this bubble of whiteness around your daughter. I think purity. I wouldn't be surprised if it was common enough for white daughters to get a conversation from their dads about not sleeping with other races. Like <laughs> honestly, and like I don't wanna I don't wanna fuck up your life too much, Joe, but like maybe like nudge your wife and be like, Hey, did your dad ever like <laughs> Broach the subject, like what if? I and I know her dad. I, I he's a progressive dude, so I don't think no. that that she would have gotten the conversation. He, I I bet there's a I bet there's like a version of like the talk that is like. <laughs> Like the watered down, yeah, racist like, talk. Like, like there's a like, like there's the talk, and then there's the southern talk where it's just like, <laughs> like your body's changing. What? And what you're if? gonna start seeing black men a little differently. <laughs> what if what you're if not gonna want to lock the car door? You're gonna want to get out and follow him. What if there was like a a, a a a father who's like he's he's racist, but he also understands psychology. So at a young age, he's like, I don't want you sleeping with any white boys now. Don't you be right. sleeping with any white guys. I don't know. That's that that is bad. Just no. the reverse psychology. Just the reverse psychology. Like, don't, don't do it. I don't want you to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna find yourself a big, beautiful black man. That's what's gonna but happen. I, yeah, I bet there's a version of that talk. Because like I'm it sure. can't all be implied. Like <laughs> that's 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 like one of those things that bothers me. Like the like the amount of like implicate implication and unspoken expectation that we have just leads to so much bullshit. Like honestly, actually, Larry David's entire career is like dedicated to like making fun of like implications. So there's definitely too many. Oh yes. Oh, and what, but that's that's like part of humanity is implications and judgments and predetermined. With no fucking factual backing, yeah, I'm not like, making up their mind. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. about it. I wanna, I wanna do, I wanna do weird things that have never been like talked to me about, um, and then make my decision. Although you're just gonna go up to white girls and give them the talk. <laughs> <laughs> if your dad didn't do this, I, I am gonna. Yeah. Like, it, you shouldn't take black men. Yeah. Yeah, that's some reverse psychology. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's a reverse psychology. Yeah. We don't want you. All right. God. Well, again, we're we're doing an awful conversation, and we're off to a great start on this one. Weird, uh, well, the cake day. was racist. The cake is a racist cake. The cake was a racist cake. That's why. It's you, like, you know what? It's it's appropriate then that Aaron is the one eating. He's like, he's like, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take down. I'm going to take it down one piece at a time. Oh. It, 
I was like, I'm this close to like getting the recipe perfect. It's like, that's like the second time I've made that cake in three weeks. I'll never get that recipe. Again. That's like the shitty part about baking as a hobby. It's, like, oh no. Will... It's not the cake that, uh, that the cake is trying to, you're never going to be able to get the, your skin's always going to be burnt, bro. Yeah, that's my, my, yeah, my skin is going to be burnt. <laughs> <laughs> like no like i'll bake i baked that cake three weeks ago and it didn't come out right i baked it again yesterday and it got a little bit closer to what i wanted to be in two weeks i'll have to like try again just because i read the paula dean recipe correctly because it said you're too dark to be baking this cake dude i keep i I fucked around with the recipe and like you know what it is it's that fucking car yeah i think you need to put a white sheet over your head yeah, and then the cake yeah. will come out perfect. The cake will absolutely come out better. Yeah. I, it's that fucking caramel. It's too thick. I called up a friend of mine. I was like, my caramel's too thick. And she's just like, put some buttermilk in it. I don't know. And I did. And it was still too thick. I just wish, I, want, I want to imagine. Yeah, who's you your caramel guy? You call, I'm, I'm the caramel. I'm the caramel guy. No, I'm imagining that like Aaron's like calling, like, my caramel's too thick. And like, what the fuck are you talking about? They're just calling <laughs> random friends on your phone. Like, my caramel's too thick and like ah, you can't help me. If they don't answer correctly, you just hang nah. up and pull the next person. And this, actually, this is actually true. I actually got into baking as a hobby because um I've like I dated like four girls back to back to back to back who all love baking and we would do it together. And like after all those relationships, I just knew how to bake. So you I'm got like, a really so you got a good apron, right? Yeah, that's yeah. And like here's the thing though. Uh, it's it's happened a few times where I have to like call up an ex and be like, hey. <laughs> like I'm baking a pie and this crust is kicking my ass. Like, what did we do that one time? Like before that hand job that really didn't work out. Like, <laughs> listen, you can. Oh. I can't fix your blowjob skills, but you can fix the uh, fond on this. Okay, like we can make this work. I feel like I feel like uh, blowjobs are a lot like the, I, I hate this analogy because it's overused, but blowjobs are essentially like pizza. It's like it's fine regardless, like unless they're biting. I'm okay. <laughs> yes, it's like and a totino, it's like a Totino's pizza roll. It burns the top of her mouth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, well, two so that's just because I have chlamydia. <laughs> You should get yourself shit there. I should. Uh, a filthy human being. I love it. Ba- dude, that's a genius. I love what you do there as a, as a, uh, now that you have baking down, now you can, this is your little spider. You can bring, you can bring out, it's because it's a perfect thing for, it, baking is an aphrodisiac. Absolutely. And once you put it in the oven, you've got, you got nothing to do for can 45 I, minutes. To an hour. Yeah, exactly. Great. Hey, hey, hold on. It varied. It, hey, 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 the sexual experience varies on the oven. That's right. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, and you can pace yourself because you've got to check it and rotate it. And that's so just the dates. Yeah. Uh, oh. Uh, so that's, that's a great, uh, and so you have to have, you got to, you got to have a great apron game. See, uh, like, do you got the frilly one? <laughs> uh, you got like a very basic black guy. a little French made one. Is that what you're asking? No, I've got like one of those, um, <laughs> like coffee shop aprons. 
Nice. Yeah. You got to step your apron game up. Like stole it from a Starbucks. Yeah, it's just just went back and grabbed one from the back and then just walked out. I'll say this: like the weird thing about baking is mm-hmm. the amount of gear involved, and mm-hmm. like they get so expensive so fucking fast. Like, uh, I got a, a stand mixer. mixer. I got I got I got a KitchenAid mixer for Christmas slash my birthday from both my mom and my sister. The thing's like three fifty. Oh yeah, that's and that's for like the base model. Some of them go up to a thousand. <laughs> yeah, and, to mix shit. Yeah. yeah, and like yesterday, yesterday I literally got like a sift to like sift, uh, sugar like powdered sugar. Mm-hmm. Guess how much? Sixteen dollars. More. It's got to be under thirty. It's thirty-two dollars. Get the Jesus. fuck out, inflation. Yeah, that's that fucking killed me. And I was going to get more. I was going to get like a cooling rack, but the cheapest cooling rack I could find was like $17. And I was like, I'm not. Where are you shopping? Word to the wise, Aaron. Thrift stores. You see, old old ladies. Old ladies had the greatest fucking baking stores. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thrift. No. Thrift your baking supplies. And they die all the time. So, like, there's, there's, Right now, one dead. Oh, another one gone. Yeah, and get and like, a, look and at that. Kid. A mixer just opened up. There you go. Oh. That's a, that's a great thing about old ladies. They it tend is, to. They always they're always dying. They one of those cake pans that looks like a flower. Boom! Just that just popped out. I just want to make your southern cake with the white lily that it is. I just love. I love the idea of Aaron texting his exes, and it's just it's just a, it's you up, but then it's a photo of his dough rising. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, like, not hey, a, it's not a dick pick, it's a dope pick. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's like, hey girl, do we want morning or butter for this? I forget. <laughs> you want to What's the difference between baking powder and baking soda? I don't they're know. Totally different powders. I know, but they're so they should have totally different names. They're just too close in name. For the you know what? The I've world. said this before too. You're <laughs> absolutely right, and if, if I'm pretty sure, what I'm pretty sure they go in different directions. I think right. Like if you want your baking, if you want something to rise, you'll give it baking powder. But if you give it baking soda, it'll fall flat. And and there's uh, yeah, I'm looking this up because like, yeah. Well, okay. Oh, good. We're going to cut a lot okay. of this out. Oh, look, my phone keeps asking me, do I need an AI-powered boost? Yes. I don't think so. Uh, do I? Do I Get need chat GPT on this. Do I need this fucking boosted by AI? Do I, That's our next uh, guest is going to be chat GPT. And, then, hello. and that'll be the last episode of The Office. I am the computer. Podcast. I will be taking over. <laughs> uh that was another Joko Gazello moment. Uh, you know, I... All right. Uh, therefore, baking, they are used to make things rise. They react with other... Baking soda, chemically known as sodium bicarbonate. Why do we fucking call it that? Yeah, that's an easier name. That is yes. so much fucking so much easier. More... Yes. Sodium bicarbonate. Because I'd love to use that. That sounds like your science in the, in the kitchen. Science! Science! Uh... Sodium bicarbonate has to be mixed with an acid to work, so you often see baking soda in a recipe that calls for lemons, chocolate, or buttermilk. 
The acid in those ingredients activate the baking soda, causing the gas to do its thing. Baking powder, on the other hand, doesn't need an acid to work because the acid is already mixed in. Baking powder is actually a mixture of sodium bicarbonate and an acid, usually baking soda and cream of tartar. What the fuck? Cream of tartar? This has been another Joe Cocozello moment. Brought to you by Mr. Rogers and the Make Believe Friends. Sorry, again, every time I have a chance to use it. Okay, every so... Time. So... Yeah, I, I like it. we learned we 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 learned something today, and that's it, you know what podcast is done. All right, thank you everybody. Have a great night. Now, um, this is an awful conversation with Joe Cocosell. Sodium bicarbonate. Yes, an awful conversation with myself, Joe Cocosell, and Errol, Aaron Wallace Lassi. We're gonna have some fun. Obviously, we're not gonna talk about baking the whole fucking time because this is not the no no. This not this. But you know what we are gonna talk about. Everything was square away. Everything was square away. I had my play written down. I had my play written down. I thought I was here to stay. I thought I was here to stay. Now, now I have to figure out why. Gee, why did it fail? <coughs> now, just because we're having an awful conversation doesn't mean that we can't have some fun from the regular show. That's right. And you know what? I have got some fun for us. Uh, some different things planned. Uh, and this one I've actually shared with Joe. But no, not this one. Uh, but I, 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 we've talked about it on this podcast so many times, and it is. I love, I love this. It's one of my favorite. Are you familiar with this commercial? No. Oh, so, dude. Orson Buckle Welles. Up, Orson Welles, one of the most iconic voices ever. Miss some. Yeah. This man, uh, he did War of the Worlds, right? Like he was the same voice for the War of the Worlds, I believe. He's he's a, he's a, he's a classically trained actor, voice and everything. Did a commercial for Paul Mason wine, but they didn't tell him that he shouldn't be drinking it the entire time. So they're doing so many takes of him trying to talk about the champagne, and it's it's definitely a G. Why did it fail? It's amazing. 102, take two. Ah, the French champagne has always been celebrated for its excellence. There is a California champagne by Paul Masson. 102, take three. Ah, the French (laughs) champagne has always been celebrated for its excellence. (laughs) There is a California champagne by Paul Masson. With over that action piece. Why two take two? Oh, the French champagne. There's there there are a bunch of different outtakes from this. I've seen a bunch of uh, yeah. It like I I thought you found the like. For the long one, there's no, a, but I, there's a one just... that is like a 15. There's they did like a fucking 102 takes of this, yeah. It's, it was an insane amount of takes, and he was just ham. Like, yeah. they have them poor, and God bless these two fucking actors that had to work to open that bottle like 70 fucking times, like just 102 be... times they had to open that bottle. It's gonna be so weird just to be like looking at your director and being like, this guy's 
you're making this man more and more drunk. Like, I feel bad for them. Yeah, you're right. You're not getting also, a better take. Also, like, 102 takes for a commercial. Actually, just 102 takes for for one, like, shot seems gratuitous. Well, didn't, isn't that what it said on the, uh, on the, on the card? Roll back to the the card when they when they. No, it's a, it. It's a, it, it, it was one hundred two, but it yeah, it has a shit ton of takes. But what's funny is you can look. The actress here is keeping it together pretty well. This guy looks so pissed. The guy yeah, he opening know. Machine, he's just like the fuck, man. But, like I I was on Dynasty. <laughs> Do they have to give him a new bottle every time? <laughs> he keeps just he's just it. popping bottles just left mm-hmm. and right. There's just fucking forty seven open bottles of champagne on this set. He doesn't know what to do with his hands. He's like just like looking at Orson, trying his best. The best, the best one is actually the end one where he's like, he, he, just, he doesn't even speak. He's just just just, just, just staring. Look like he's about to pass out. I like I. They, the actors held it together so well. This is what do you think? A- what do you think is more professional, being drunk or being too high? I think I'm gonna say too being high. drunk. Uh, I think I think too high is more professional. More high because you can bust out a take too high. Yeah, I can yeah. power through if if I'm drunk, but if I'm high, then I'm I'm, I'm like I'm very easy to set off in, in any direction. Oh, well, like, okay, That's okay. A good it depends point. on what how what kind of high we're talking about. And what kind like, of drunk we're talking about? Am yeah. I brown liquor drunk? Did I drink whiskey? Because the only take you're going to get is rage. Like, it's, there's rage takes. Or no, yeah. super happy. I'm a super happy drunk, but you could also set up a firestorm. So, like, in this hypothetical, it's just the champagne. Let's do, let's oh, give us oh, in the benefit oh, of the doubt. Okay. Yeah. We'll stick with the commercial. I like champagne or too high. Yeah. Ooh. Are we talking like smoked, or are we talking about it took an edible and didn't know how much the uh, percentage I, was? I'll go champagne drunk. I can get that take done. We can Is get that, enough. We can get enough takes we, to put a. I need more. Up. I need more information before I make an, an assumption on this. Are we talking? Uh, like, are we talking like we just had smoked like a bowl before, or are we talking? No, we're like, talking too high. So, uh, like, I think that again. Like, so I took. I took, I, took I ate a cookie and I didn't know that it was fifty milligrams. Sure. My okay, thing, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, champagne. Champagne. Because my whole thing would be I would I would get the giggles and I just wouldn't be able to stop giggling. Hey, and man, every I'm time like, they this, said this action, champagne. action would just be a giggle trigger for me. It's good. Look at this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this guy here, he's so fucking mad at me, man. Boop. <laughs> you got a weird nose. You got a goofy face for television. All right. So we're on to a new article. Am I the asshole? I didn't leave a tip for a $100 meal. Yes. Okay. Segment's yeah. over. Yes. All right. So th- this guy goes on to a diatribe. This is a, this is a Reddit. Uh, uh, this, this would have been a, a Karen of the Week, but it goes on for so long. So. Jesus. Well, so yeah. uh, can you can you kind of just uh, give us a synopsis? No, we're reading this because it gets it go it goes some places. Title: I didn't leave a tip for a hundred dollar meal. Am I the asshole? Yeah. Went out to a restaurant with my girlfriend. 
I got a coffee. We both got an app and a meal. The waitress was fairly nice, refilled the water when it got low. I hadn't paid attention to how much we spent until the bill arrived and realized that we had spent $108.77. I've been taught to always leave a minimum tip of 20% or more when you can afford to as a courtesy to the waiter or waitress. Okay, we're going to read that last one again. I've been taught to always leave a minimum of 20% or more when you can afford can to afford as a to. courtesy to, uh, the, or more. When you can you, afford to is yes. my problem. It's no, like no, no, if no. you can't the, afford to, then don't go out see, to eat. I read, I read the or more if you can afford to tip more than 20% is how oh. I read that. Okay. So we're going to assume that that's what it was for now. Sure. My comfort level is under $70, so I usually get meals around $50 so I can leave a $10 tip, which is an appropriate tip for a $50 tab. I believe that, yeah. that's Yeah, that's like 20 here. Yeah. My girlfriend is broke and trying to deal with her issues, and I've been helping her out and trying to take her out and show her a good time to get her mind off of things. I plan to pay, and I wasn't going to ask her to cover the tip. But I didn't want to spend the extra $21 on top of an already expensive meal, so I just paid the bill. Okay. It gets worse. As we left, the waitress came outside the restaurant to chase us down. We assumed we forgot something. She asked if she had done anything wrong, and we confused and said, no, why? She told us that we didn't leave a tip and said that she was a waitress who made money off of tips. And that's how she made a living. Because we all know the social fucking contract in this country. Yeah. Is this guy going to do what I think he's going to do? I apologize that saying that I hadn't attended to offend her and that she had done a fine job. I explained that I was lacking attentiveness to the amount and would comfortably pay so. Uh, I made a judgment call to not leave the tip. She was... Clearly furious underneath her smile, trying to keep calm, which we've we've, we've had people on the podcast who chased people out of the restaurant asking yeah. why they didn't I, tip. All right, can I can I read a... this next? Uh... Yeah, I, this this is what he says next. I live in America, so I'm generally used to the concept. That's how that is how waitresses get the decent pay. I understand not everyone has the privilege of a job that pays well. I don't know her financial situation or personal issues. It might be the only thing giving her the stability in her life. I did feel offended, slashed hurt that she came out to berate us for being cheap. But it was my mistake for not paying attention to how much I spent and my choice to not tip based on that mistake. (laughs) I... I could have afforded the extra $21, but I was uncomfortable with spending over my normal limit. My girlfriend was a waitress at one point and understands her position and still feels she was rude for it. But I feel like T.A. The asshole. People's, the a- yes, because you are the asshole. Okay. You made a mistake. You paid that $21 to the waitress. And then you now, your mistake, you should realize that you... Got to pay more attention to the goddamn prices on a menu. Yeah, that $21 is a lesson for you to not be a piece of yes. shit. Yes. Why is it a lesson for her 
To just be okay with the fact that I was out of my budget. And he felt offended and hurt. Offended slash hurt. Okay. So this is this is my favorite part of this whole thing. Okay. So this is Take after over. he got a bunch of responses. Edit. I am unequivocally the asshole here. I am planning oh. to go back and apologize and give the proper tip. I know it doesn't change my choice or behavior. I had plenty of things I could have done better. If anyone else who does serve, I apologize to you as well. Feel free to tell me any of your stories for some insight into the serving industry. I don't need to know that I'm the asshole, but clearly I lack understanding. People can learn. People can learn. Honestly, like I wish the I wish like the waitress thing, like I like I wish there was like more of a move for waitresses and waiters to get a tip. Like, cause like this is like a thing where you like follow the person out and be like, hey, was everything okay? You didn't leave me a tip. Like, cause there's and then no they, then they act like they're offended by you you even doing such a thing. Yeah, why would yeah, you like, come out? No, there's no retroactive way of being like, hey, I gave you service and you fucking you fucking ripped me off. Right. Mm-hmm. This is another one of those like unspoken dealies. Like I, it feels really like and you could the, get to yell at people if they don't tip you on enough. You and the get... only person that makes out is the owner of a restaurant because they don't have to pay their employees a, a regular wage. Yeah, and it's just like this really awkward moment where it's just like, hey, like, I'm not going to be able to make a living because of you. Because you don't want to drop 10. Right. Because you didn't look at the menu prices. Yeah. Like, that was that's the offensive part. He is... He's essentially shitting on her for a mistake that he made. Yeah. Although I think although this does also touch on something that I've also kind of mentioned before and like Matt uh Matt commented on it. Uh this guy got apps for him and his girlfriend, as well as two meals and drinks, and he was like surprised that it came up to a hundred dollars. My man, apps today cost about as much as fucking regular meals. Yeah. It's insane. Like the people who make apps Like, they're just like, hey, let's make smaller meals and charge the same. Like, every time I see an app, if it's, like, more than $10, I'm like, this isn't an app. This is, like, a baby dish. It's, like, it's it's a meal for someone who's indecisive. Yeah. But now, now, okay. I'm I'm only kind of hungry. Maybe I'll just get the potato skins. But that's the thing. The prices of appetizers have gone up while the serving of appetizers at the appetizer has gone down. So, like, it's inflation for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. I miss a good plate of fucking squid. And like you just you got a big ass plate. Now it's like you get like fucking four squids. Hey, where's my calamar? Hey, where's my fucking calamar? I got a large. You gotta like like I'll I'll look I'll look a waiter in the eyes and be like, Can I get a Bavarian I'll get the Bavarian pretzel? And they'll be like, Alright, that's cool, that'll be thirteen dollars, and you'll be like I guess I'm just an asshole who likes pretzels. Like, what's going on? That's too much right. for an appetizer. You're like, okay, well, that's going to kind of be it for me, bro. Yeah. But, uh, I'll have a water with as many lemons as you can possibly give me before charging. If a basket of fries costs $9 and then a burger and fries costs like... 18 bucks. Yeah. 
then I'm gonna just get another entree. I'm just gonna get the I'm just gonna get the burger and fries just because it's a better deal. Yeah. No. And, 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 okay. This is. I, I think this is my problem with America. Like it's like where it's. Why do we need that much? We don't need anything. Like it's there's too many choices. There's too many options. Like, why do I have to stand in the toilet paper section of the fucking grocery store and try to figure out budgetary? And why are you budgeting? Like, what is the better deal? Can I yeah. get a basket of fries or can I? This is America. This should be just be like, I want the fucking fries. I want this. I want that. You're not looking at a menu. You're just like, hey, do you guys have, um, I don't know. I'm in the mood for fucking a Philly cheesesteak. Can you make one of those? They're like, yeah, yeah. we'll do that. I, you uh, know what? This also speaks to something, and I think Matt, like you're, like you're, like a, you're, you're like you're, like you're definitely, uh, you, like I think you, you know more about this than me. Like I think restaurants should have a cap on the amount of foods that they they're allowed to serve. Oh my yes. god, yes, dude. So first the and foremost, I want to go back. I want to go back. Thirteen dollars for a Bavarian pretzel. Did that come from Germany? Uh, I don't know. No, let's just look- go. They were like, there you go. And they gave me like mustard and cheese sauce to dip in. And I was like, I feel like a jackass. I feel like mm-hmm. a, I feel like I got bamboozled. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm a, I'm a sucker for Bavarian pretzel. I'm right there with yeah. you. It's um, just so good with a beer. In, ter- in, in terms of, uh, options. Oh yeah. I, I worked at one of the most insane menu restaurants in the world. It's called Space Aliens. We talk about it on this podcast all the time. It was a barbecue restaurant which they smoked ribs, brisket, pork, chicken, in-house. That should be enough. No, it's not. Yeah. Fuck you. We have loaded potatoes. Loaded potatoes. We have 10 different loaded potatoes, different different shit. Is it full of just barbecue meats? No, fuck but, you. There's also taco but, meat one. There's ones Matt, in chicken. No, no, we got to keep going. We got to keep Matt, going. Because we how have can pe- you load a potato 10 different ways? Oh, you can do it. They'll, they find ways. And they give it the worst fucking space uh, theme name ever. It's like the... Uh, a potato from Planet Potatoes. It, it's the dumbest shit ever. And then, <laughs> and then, oh, 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 that's not good enough for you. How about some burgers? You want a burger? We got, we have twelve different burgers, and they're all awful. But you know what? They're gonna have, they're gonna have <laughs> names they like, like Planet of the Zombies Taco Bell. Oh, you want pasta? We got pasta. We got mac and cheese. <laughs> We've got uh some uh, fucking we, angel hair pasta we, that we toss the sauce. That's not even close to an Italian Ooh. sauce. It's not even close. We're putting ranch on spaghetti or some shit. I don't remember. <laughs> it's been over a decade since I worked there. Um, you know what? Oh, and, oh, that's not enough for you. You want pizza? Oh, we got pizza. You want pizza with pizza, Jesus too? Pizza. Lots of pizza. It's okay. It's stone fire. It's actually probably the best thing to get there. But still, pizza. We got pizza. Oh, you want a burrito? Oh, we have burritos. We fucking smoke burritos. Yeah, yeah. You want that? You want that? Oh, you want a quesadilla? We'll give you a quesadilla. You want fucking quesadilla? We'll give you quesadilla. Mm-hmm. You want wings? You want fried shit? We have. It was a six-page fucking menu. Six fucking pages of food. Oh, and the fries. You think ordering fries would be easy at a restaurant that's alien theme? Like fries. Oh, you want some ketchup? I'll bring a bottle of ketchup to the table. No, we have uh, fucking 12 different dipping sauces. 12 different dipping. And you get two different dipping sauces with your fries, not including the fact that we'll also bring a bottle of ketchup to your table. Oh, you want desserts? We have seven. We have seven different desserts, plus shakes, smoothies, fucking freezy ice freezies, uh, okay. a bar from Mars. Jesus Christ, Matt. Um, Matt, I'm, I just looked up the uh, Space Aliens menu real quick here and uh, the Neptune barbecue cheeseburger. Yeah. Uh, but then they just have 
the Cajun Ranch Burger. Yep, they didn't that, even fucking bother to give it a space name. Oh, that's and the then, best part. Yeah, they, they they gave up. They gave up on the theme pretty quickly. They're not. Oh no! Back. Hey, 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 Joe! Look up the basic burger. Uh, Just the regular old burger. What is it called? You want to talk about laziness? I gotta go to their actual website. I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'm just gonna skip it and just tell you. Where, uh, which one did you work at? Let me. Uh, uh, I worked in the Way Park one, which that no longer exists exist anymore. That's now yeah. a Dollar Tree. <laughs> I'm just gonna so, pick the Bismarck. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm just gonna spoil it for you. Our basic hamburger was called an Alien Burger. Dude. Just, just, just you want a hamburger? No, you. And we had to correct them and call it. Oh, so you want an alien burger? You know what? Yeah. I bet you. Uh, I wonder what. I wonder what it looks like. Or, or the one that always got me. Planet of the Zombies Taco Burger. Does everybody sit in these stupid fucking video game arcade chairs? Yeah, they have a lot of that. Ugh. I you know feel what? like. I'm more. I, I would, I'd be. I want to buy one of these when they go out of business. I will totally fucking. I'm gonna save my money and I'm gonna buy all the shit in and the. I want to. I don't want to buy the Space Aliens franchise. You just I just want to down one of the old restaurants. No, I want to buy the restaurant and all the shit in it. And like, I think I could run a better non-alien themed pinball arcade burger place. No, like it. It just seems like a goofy enough. I want to turn it into my house. I want to turn a space aliens restaurant into my, that's, that's where I live. Mm. You have a commercial kitchen. Wouldn't that be grand? You've got a bunch of pinball machines. I feel like uh, I, 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 I'd be more comfortable with like, if these restaurants, like if you had like a big, if you like, if these big menu restaurants were like what they were, I wish like there was like a little, like a de- like a little like asterisk at like the very end of the, like of the menu or they were just like, Hey, like we just order out for 90% of this. Like, like if that, like if your restaurant People was don't like, hey, come, yeah. all of our burritos, we just order them from Chipotle and then we like <laughs> deliver it to you. Like, that's how we do that. Then I'd be like, this is a decent, okay. That's, that's, that's not great, but like, yeah, good for you. I guess, yeah, I guess I will pay $15 for this burrito. Yeah. That's, uh, then, that's, yeah, that's, Damn it. At least I know you're tipping the driver. Right, exactly. Dude, I, I mean, it's there are some things that shouldn't exist that that, that we don't need on this world, and I believe space aliens is one of them. Like, is uh, is this is space aliens one of those things that other countries laugh at America for? Hundred percent. I think like most other countries, like, and I've talked to a few people about this. It's just like most other countries have like a a much more respected relationship with food. Yes. Especially when it, yes. Comes, like, uh, especially when it comes to like uh, restaurants. So like gimmicky or stunt food is less of a thing outside of America. Right. Mm-hmm. Gimmicky food. But you know what's funny <laughs> is what's funny about that is we would get all of these people who would come in um like from inter- internationally would come in and they would just like, they're like, what is this place? And we're like, this is why America's fat. Yeah. Welcome. 
You want to get fat? You want to get a little fatter? Yeah. Like, you want to not he, fit into your Korean pan, brand pants? Yeah. Do you want to, like, have you, have, oh, like, you're from Korea? Have you tried our kimchi oregano pizza popper? Like, <laughs> we just abused everything in your culture, and we put it into a little ball, and then we deep fried it. And then there you go. <laughs> Like, hey guys, uh, you, you did you see the? Uh, did you see how we got people to the moon? We took all of that uh, ingenuity and ambition, and we like we put it into these oh, loaded nachos. That <laughs> this is why this is why we're losing as America. Yeah. All right. Gosh. So you know what it is, and like I've, I've talked to a few people about this. Like, I think what we're losing, the, like the reason we're losing as America, is because like fewer and fewer countries are as poor as they were when America was, like, killing it. That's true. <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't as much as America was great as is... As is as everyone as else was everyone still else recovering was so from poor. World War II. Yeah, like, we, like, like, we, like, we'll talk about, like, oh, yeah, like, we got a man, like, in the 70s or, like, the 60s, we got, like, a man on the moon, civil rights, rock and roll, everybody had, like, a house... And then, yeah. like, yeah, like, but meanwhile, in China, like, people were, like, fucking, like, fighting, like, or not fighting. They were, like, they were still dealing with Mao or whatever, just trying to, like, figure out their lives. India wasn't, like, an economic force. Like, <laughs> Europe was still <laughs> Japan trying was to still figure re- it out. Japan was still rebuilding uh, Nagasaki and... <laughs> yeah, everybody's good now. Like, yeah, it's, like, America... Put fucking a, a, a lunar thing on the moon the other day. Like, yeah. it's... Yeah, yeah, like Germany, America's Germany golden was still era. Like, our like our time as like the like the kings of the of the world was essentially us just being like the tallest kid in class, and then like yeah. like right <laughs> and then now, after summer vacation, everyone got back. everyone hit puberty in the two thousands. Yeah, like we just like we just like we, like we were the like America is essentially the girl who got hot first, and then she got an attitude, and then everybody else went through puberty, and then she's it's like turns out. She's really just like a regular looking person. Yeah. Actually, she's got a pretty t- torrid whole home life. And yeah. she's got such a bad attitude that nobody wants to fuck with her. Exactly. Yeah. And because we spent that whole time not being like, hey, you guys, you guys are going to rebuild and get everybody's going to be up like us. We're going to get the world up to us, our standard. Like we're going to we're going to bring everybody. We're, we're doing good. We're not great or anything. We're not like the best or anything. You guys yeah. are just, we're just going to help. But instead, we just really shoved it in everyone's face. Yeah. And then, and then we took sports on top of that. And we were like, yeah, we got the dream team. Your basketball team sucks. Fucking Ethiopia. Go eat a yes. dick. <laughs> I mean, that one's still pretty true. Yeah. No, so- I like, uh, like USA, the- Team USA is about to get trounced by like fucking like, Tanzia. Yeah, but like Belarus, like you, like. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's such a good weird concept. Um, like I love that. Uh, like Team USA. Like when we were like younger, it was like for basketball, it was like this very like glorious, glamorous thing. But now, even the NBA players don't care. Like, yeah. like no. Nah. Hey, are you gonna come be part of this? Uh, no, no, like, <laughs> no. I'm good. Like I make like they pay me millions of dollars to play basketball. I'm not gonna do it for a gold. No. Circle. I'm not doing it for America. You want me to do it for our cut? Fuck you. Yeah, like you think you think I'm gonna you think I'm gonna kneel for the national anthem, right? And play for um the nation. Like that's weird. Like 
speaking of America's downfall and or greatness, our next part that we're going to do here is we're going to introduce Aaron. Because I don't think you, oh, I don't welcome. know, I, I don't know if you're a, I don't know if you're a, an avid listener. You should be, Aaron, if you're not. But um, then we're going to get one more. Li- That's how we do it. We just get people back on and like, oh, I probably should listen to the show. Um, we're going to on the background while I vacuum. We're going <laughs> to thank you. Uh, we're going to introduce Aaron to our favorite pitchman. Ah, yes. Mark, we, 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 we've retired him from the actual show because there's so fucking many of these that it was getting kind of tiresome, but it's fun to bring him back for awful conversations. Does it's Mark Norton. Norton Furniture talking yep. babies yep. come right? Oh my yep. God. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, yeah, we should have brought this guy back sooner. I, I need to know what talking, <laughs> I need to know what talking babies is. So this Mark, guy is such a weirdo. Yeah, he's he he's Cleveland's version of Fancy Ray. No, uh, but he like, owns this company. Yeah, he's a local pitchman, but he owns a company. It's a furniture store. He sounds like he's a Southie Boston guy, but he's from Cleveland. Kind of ta- almost talking out of a uh, one of those uh, tracheotomy speakers. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's me, Mark Norton. Yeah, so. We're gonna we're gonna show Aaron and we're gonna talk about it again. Here's some more Mark Norton on the Awful Service podcast. Okay, there is a clown. There's a lady with a stroller. Wow. Whoa. Look at those babies. They're just learning to talk. What do they say? Good news for people with crap palms. Norton Furniture is here for you. If you can't get credit at Norton Furniture, you can't get credit anywhere. My name is Mark, and you can count on it. Okay. Okay. So what? start to start, it's a lady with a stroller, a clown yeah. walks by, uh, a person walks by, and then Mark Norton comes up, our, yeah. our favorite pitchman. Uh, and we also we need we need to, we need to break it down from the beginning. So they're. They're using the green screen. Yes. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. This is my favorite thing, Aaron. He uses a green screen, but then doesn't do Use any it. green. Yes. No. He, he films it on a green screen and then leaves the green screen for the last footage. Does not put it in a park. Also, Mark has a very specific taste in um <clears throat> women. Women. Um, because very busty actresses. Oh, I don't think these are actresses. We all know that these are just people who work for Norton Furniture. Like it had to be. Like. Oh yeah. But also, if you look, this is a this is a stroller for one child. Yeah. Yes. I but mean, he had to get the joke. He had to. Those babies are beautiful. Yeah, I, no. I mean, I feel like one joke could have one baby would have been just as effective. But like, my and thing then, is that like I was immediately put off by the fact that he just grabbed at the babies. Like, yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't just touch a baby in a stroller. <laughs> so the clown wants some ladies, by. baby. So this clown walks by and he looks at the babies. He's like, fuck. Like, that's terrifying. And again, uh, unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, most of the commercial is unnecessary. Yeah, um, now that I'm thinking about it, like the amount of preamble in this commercial. Yes. It's kind of weird. Like, also, this guy walks by, looks at the babies and grimaces. And but then just keeps walking. This guy totally works as like one of the guys who loads the couches. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's totally what that guy does. And he's like, ooh. That guy put a fucking 45 minutes worth of clown makeup on to do just, that 15 second. No, not even. Life. It was um, 
four, four seconds. He did four seconds of walk by. Of, of unnecessary commercial. Yep. Yeah. And then, it, so you got tough guy, tough, tough, tough dude, who is, uh, oh, but then he sees ugly babies and he grimaces and walks away. And then by the way, the whole him. time, whole time, these, the, the, the clown and the creepy guy are like, you've got ugly babies, lady. And she's just sitting there putting on her makeup. Not paying any attention. Yeah. Still not paying any attention. Mark Norton, the pedophile. Oh, no. Not, now, then, now she's paying attention because Mark's there. Yeah, he's a sex symbol. And then he goes, yep, yeah, he immediately goes to the to touch the children. I, okay. I'm with I'm with I'm with Aaron on this one. Just yeah, like like it's a very off putting thing to like look at a man touching an infant in a stroller with his hand in his pocket. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I didn't even see the hand. In the yeah, pocket. I didn't notice that's the creepy. hand in the pocket. Yeah, like that's that makes it creepy with the hand. In yeah, the like there's a lot there's a lot of subtext that I'm not enjoying. And then the babies turn out to be also his hand, is his, Does his hand not leave his pocket? Does no, it does not. not. And, and then two more of the people who probably load the furniture for him. And like... They're big fat dudes. Yeah, and like, here's the thing. I don't have a problem with the fact that they're playing babies because they are babies. Yeah, whatever. they're not babies, but you know what I mean. Anyway, my issue is, is that like, this could have just been one baby. Yeah. And not only 100%. that, like, I don't know. But like, the joke that he said, hey, night, those babies are beautiful. He was talking about her tits. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the joke. <laughs> Go back and play it again. No, but this is also a great. This is a, a He's great. making a titty joke, and that's a great face. Yeah. But then, so then he goes back, hands still in the pocket, goes, but it pans back out from the babies. Mark's still talking, hands still in the pants. And he, his hand does not come out of the pants. The hand yeah. does not come out of the pants the whole time. In fact, it stays in the pants while he's touching the lady. Oh, yeah. Good long shoulder touch. Still touching the lady. Still Pants still, still in the touching pocket. touching the lady. Hands still and, in the pocket. Yeah, and then his hand doesn't remove from the lady or his pants for the rest of the commercial. Wow. Mark, you're really... Okay, so I, I have a hot take. I think that if they're not, if the large busty women are not um, employees of Norton Furniture, I definitely prostitutes. Yes, I think we, these acting. are one and the same. I, so I now, okay. I think. Can you do a casting call with like something like a needed busty woman for? You know, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Okay, that's sure one of the very few ways you can say that. Yeah. Okay. It's needed for this acting thing. Hmm. Your bust, your bustiness is needed. We don't do fake. We have to do real, real busts. Uh, yeah, I don't have padded bras here. No, I'm Mark Norton. We do it for real. What are you doing later? You want to? He so, immediately hit something. All right. Now we've got another one. And this is from the Mark Norton show, which we all know. Oh, yeah. He started, he, he got really like a, into doing this so like much. Ske- like he turned his commercials into a really bad sketch comedy troupe. Well, he has so much furniture. It's like, yeah. why and, not? And figurines. He has the old commercials. He had these weird figurines, like these just giant life-size 
like lions and clowns and cowboys and Indians and everything oh, like Elvis. Elvis, yeah. So this one is him as the governor. So let's just pull off this Band-Aid. Mm. Son, it will be a short journey, but a glorious one. Go in peace. Joe Fabitz, do you have any last words? Yeah, I got some words. If you can't get credit at Norton Furniture, you can't get credit anywhere. It's Governor Norton. Norton. What? Let the man live. Yeah, let me out of here. Come on. So the joke of this is that this man died? His last words were Norton Furniture commercial? All right, but wait, hold on. No, no, no. No, no I, I didn't mean to do that. Hold on. Yeah, this is the one where he gets kidnapped. Yeah, no, no, okay. no, 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 no. So I need to know what this guy's name was. Also, I think you have a you have a defamation lawsuit jokes. I think he was trying to do you. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you can't you can't electrocute me. Well, go back and go back to and play some sound. We don't hear anything. Have any last words? This one. Go oh. in peace. Jofa Beats. Do you have any last words? Jofa Beats. Jofa Beats. Jofa Beats. Jofa Beats. What the what the fuck is he, that's what he think an Italian last name is apparently yeah Joe Fabitz hey, you've Joe, never Joe been Fabitz. you've never you Joe you've never been like uh you know bada bing around and you met a guy named Joe Fabitz <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was just you know I was I was over there this guy named Joe Fabitz was like hey can you do a thing for me I was like hey, hey Joe Fabitz I got you. yeah and then he got then he got swooped up he was part of a Rico case and now this is what's yeah. happening yeah this is what happened to him. I heard about it. Now yeah. I get to see. I got some words. I got some words. I got some words. And now, can we just can we flash forward to where Mark Norton comes in? But uh, before he comes in, there was a noise. There we go. <laughs> what was that? Electric chair. I think that's just like the chiron. I think that's just like the. Like the, the did, text moving. Did he walk through a door or did he? All right, go go back a little further so that we can hear. Like, what, did he walk through the door or was this noise his entrance sound? Did he well, first and foremost? Here? I love that he goes, I got some words. And then he's like, Norton Furniture can save you. And looks me. directly into the camera, breaks before <laughs> the wall. You can't get credit at Norton Furniture. <laughs> you can't get credit anywhere. Yeah, that's just the, that's just the, the line Cleveland's largest furniture store. I think that's his entrance sound. Oh my gosh. Also, he, I just, he appears in a lot of these. What's like, great about this is that, uh, like in this one, they went in the entire different direction when it came to set design. This was clearly filmed in like a warehouse where they like, keep the couches. Yeah. Like, cause like the, he just walks out of like a regular door. Right. A fire alarm on the wall. Yes. <laughs> It's so it's it's not it's 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 busy in a different direction. <laughs> Yikes! Well, the other one was so, but maybe it's because the contrast is so stark. Because the other one was so green. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. What's What's even better though is like he, the guy who's clearly about to be executed seems very happy the whole time. But, 
And especially like, oh, Governor Norton. Everyone's like, yeah, yeah he's gonna, Norton. he's gonna, ex- he's gonna uh, stay his execution, or is he? It's Governor Norton. Let the man live. Yeah, let me out of here. Come on. I also love that all the people try to stop, who tried to stop it, instead of like flicking the switch. Just touch the man who is being electrocuted, and they, and they get electrocuted, electrocuted as well. So Mark Norton killed four people. Yeah, yeah, and especially that very kind Joe for Beats. Joe yeah. for Beats. Let the man, by the way, said. you could totally tell this is like a Halloween costume. So it's got absolutely the little, uh, <laughs> the, the little necktie where you have to tie it to make it look tighter. I want more terrible costumes. Sure. Um, like oh. commercials. Well, like. you know, this one I've been saving, but it's I I, I had. To Wait, do it. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go, there's one thing I wanted to comment on, and that was this man, the guy in the background with the glasses. Those the are not glasses. That is a mask. Yeah, that is, is that a, a mask. Because well, he's, he's supposed to, he's the executioner. So remember, okay. So here's what it is. This is the the priest giving the last rites over here. Yeah. We've got, got I'm assuming I'm assuming this is his lawyer over here. We've got the the cop who's just he's just present because he has to be there. And then this is yeah. the guy who's flicking the switch. Because remember, executioners are allowed to be anonymous. So he figured, oh, I can do that. But he literally just wore a Zorro mask. Yeah. That's pretty great. Again, the costumes in these, the budget must not be very high. No, it's it's his it's Mark Norton's box of costumes. Go in in my box of costumes and pick out whatever. You want. All right. So, <laughs> as we know, uh, a while back for the Super Bowl, Taco Bell, and there's one more of uh, these uh, Mark Norton commercials, and I've been saving it. But you know what? Aaron has been such a lovely guy. He came on last second because our guest is like, "Oh, hey, I'm going to be camping. Is it cool if I use my cell phone <laughs> out in the woods to record?" And we're like, "No." Not unless there's a bear. Yeah, and then then we'll talk. But uh, so you you get an extra special Mark Norton, Aaron. Hey, I like so that. um, back a few years ago, Taco Bell decided to use all of their local pitch, like use local pitchmen to do Taco Bell. We all know um, locally here in the Twin Cities. Yeah, Fancy Ray McClooney was featured on it. Well, so by, by the way, Mark this is a Norton. genius idea. Yeah. So here's Mark Norton's Super Bowl featured Taco Bell commercial. It's for people that have credit problems. If you can't get credit Norton furniture, you can't get credit anywhere. And if you can't get cheese in a shell, look no further than Taco Bell's new quesalupa. It's gonna be big. So big, it might be bigger than same-day delivery. For fabulous furniture, come see me. For cheese bacon with shell, go to Taco Bell. My name is Mark, and you can count on it. Yep. Is it? I don't want to. I don't want to like shit talk. The good. This is Cleveland, Ohio, right? Yeah. I don't want to shit talk the people <clears throat> of Cleveland, Ohio. But Fancy Ray was way better. Oh yeah. Yes. I Absolutely. mean, like Mark's. Uh, Commercials were based on awkwardness, and they did use a lot of his. I don't think they used the right uh, 
Well, I guess because they needed the, the Taco Bell bag to be on the butler. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is, um, he just looks old. Yeah, that and like, my like, problem. He's just mumbling. Yeah. I wonder how many takes of this they did. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking, the guy Probably. has to come swinging in as Tarzan and Mark Norton. So, Mark what, 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 what is wild about this one, though, compared to like the ones that Aaron has seen? This is his old school style of commercials. These were the original yes. ones where he would just have these weird ass figurines in the like the fucking sales room. Aaron, he has so many figurines. We've seen like 30 of these commercials and there are so many. I would what? say a whole a whole warehouse room full of figurines. I mean, like they clearly work. Like I, I imagine that's what you're looking at when you're looking at the furniture. Like you'll be you're like you're looking at like a section on then like to the left of you is a a white Siberian tiger, like, <laughs> and like yeah, this would work. Like, it's, I believe it's the tiger that that uh, that bit the face off of, uh, of one of those magicians, right? Like, uh, oh yeah, like well, there's like Hans and uh, Stettel or like fuck, what were their names? Like the tiger guys. Oh, yeah. um, yeah, I know you're talking about uh, Siegfried and Roy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's now it's time for a tiger trick. Mm-hmm. And then so, it bites his fucking face off. <laughs> I also love there's there's the wizard returns, but I've seen we've seen this one in previous commercials. The one holding the the lamp lizard or lamp wizard lamp lizard lamp wizard holding the orb that's been in previous Mark Norton commercials. I also love there's two penguins just ch- chilling on a couch. A uh, bunch of fake plants, because those aren't real. We all know that. The zebra looks kind of like it's a blown up one. Like, it kind of looks like somebody possibly, it was like an, uh, with air. In addition, they, they're like, we need more animals. And mm-hmm. it's like, these are kind of all the animals that I have. Like, the, the giraffe, I think I've seen in previous Norton furniture commercials as well. But I love they gave him a machete. Is that what that is? Yeah, he has a machete. Yeah, it's like cutting through the jungle. That, and like it, and then Matt... And then through the Whoa. magic of editing, the machete becomes the cheese uh, chalu- chalu- chalupa. The cheese yeah. chalupa, and then oh, one, and then one of his staff again, scantily clad, as a as a Tarzan like fuck guy, who's trying to steal the Taco Bell. Mark's like no, and and, and then I have to grab his chest. In, he actually just kind of walks in, holding. Yeah, the- he's 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 again. Mark really likes touching people. Very touchy. He does have his. He he couldn't put his patented hand in his pocket, but that, he yeah. had to touch someone and hold the chalupa. That's his love language. Uh this commercial made me sad. Yeah, just because we, we kind of see the end of the era. I think. Yeah, I think. No, he did more time, after this because this was this was like 2012. I want to say 2013 when this happened. I think time got Norton. Yeah, and like I think he should like like, like that face. Yeah. Hold I on, can you can you can you play I uh, guarantee it just to see like because he doesn't really open his mouth. Taco Bell. My name is Mark, and you can count on it. That's what he does, though. That's literally yeah. how he he went My to the Steven Seagal School of Acting. My name is Mark, and you can guarantee it. Like mumble one hundred one. It's I feel so bad. Like I want I want more from I want more from him. I feel. You want to you want to teach him like 
mouth exercises. Yeah, I wanted, to, I wanted to be like, can you open your mouth? Like, or uh, you know what? I'm being, I'm, I'm being too picky. Actually, you know, I'm being too picky. I'm, I'm like, I'm picking out. I'm jumping all over this guy. This is still a pretty big deal for him. This was a huge deal. This was a yeah. national. Wait, no, this was a local Super Bowl commercial, right? This only yeah. played in the no, 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 no. Ohio. This is a national commercial. So what what Taco Bell did is they found a bunch of the different pitchmen from like different local oh, regions, right. and they played each one during the Taco. Yeah. Uh, so they all got Bowl. they all got national. Because I remember when Fancy Ray got it, like our news was like Fancy Ray is going to be on national TV. It's like, yep. God, can we Taco play the Bell. Fancy Ray one? Is that possible? Just to, just to compare. We love Fancy Ray. This is. I love Fancy Ray. Fancy yeah. Ray just makes complete sense to me, and I've tried yes. explaining Fancy Ray to people before. They don't. They don't get it, and he'll never. No. He will be a guest on this podcast, but he will never be a GY at it fail because that man does not fail. No, no, everything. He ran for mayor. That's with right. His mom, with his mom as his running mate, the man is amazing. Mm-hmm. I like. He is a preacher. I want to go to his church. Nah, he doesn't. He doesn't do that anymore. I asked. Oh, him. he doesn't. Oh, okay. Damn it. He did that for a while. He's like, nah, I got I gotta do commercials. <laughs> yeah, you can't do both. You can't be a preacher and sell uh fucking meat. So, do pawn shop commercials in 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 Rockford, Illinois. Right. But so it's been a up? really, really great awful conversation, but I think it's time we eighty six the podcast. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's well guys, fun. thank you so much for having me. This is white flower. Fun. White flower. <laughs> white flower. Hi, Flav. Um, before we go, Aaron, how do how do our guests follow you again? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Aaron Woldeselassie, um, or you can find me. I, I've got my own Facebook page at Aaron Wolday, um, or you can find my website at AaronWoldeselassie.com, or you can just find me on <laughs> you, you find me on the radio at ninety one point one, or sometimes you can find me on uh, TPT Almanac on Fridays as an as an essayist. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, and uh, no longer gonna... employed by the Minnesota Public Radio. Are you no, 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 no. <laughs> Aaron? Can we tell him this? He's got a new show on NPR. It's coming out. It's called This Racist Cake, <laughs> and he bakes this. <laughs> uh, this racist cake. I'll <laughs> be examining. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll be Southern going over my favorite cake. Paula Deen moments uh, <laughs> on the radio. But yeah, yeah. I worked on. Welcome back to this racist cake. This This racist (laughs) brought to you by 3M and Dupont. Is it weird that it's still it's still uh, actually done by uh, Garrison Keillor? (laughs) Oh my gosh, that guy is. I don't. I don't even. I don't even want to think about what that guy's doing anymore. Um, he's probably just sitting on a lake. Yeah, he's diddling something. He had a he had like a brief moment on Twitter where he just like comment on things like and people would react to it and I was like I, re- I remember that because like he he still had a big following um and people were like you should get back out there you should keep doing more Garrison Killer stuff and Garrison Killer was like yeah maybe you should and he just didn't <laughs> so honestly if you if you have a chance to. Go out, watch. Aaron is a very funny comedian as well. Watch his content. He's a very great guy. Go go see Aaron Wildesalasi, you guys. Joe, how do people follow you? Oh, well, uh, you can go to 
Uh, my other podcast with my wife, it's www.whereoverhearenow.com. Uh, if you are a single person in the Twin Cities area, my wife also has a dating, uh, ski dating. Uh, it's www.stassidates.com. S-T-A-S-S-I. Stassi Dates. Stassi uh, Dates. And they have the greatest slogan. It's Land of 10,000 Dates. Mm-hmm. Which is great. Which you can also go landof10,000dates.com. That will also be in Stasi Dates. So don't think you can buy that because I had that idea already. Uh, it's, and uh, yeah, uh, we've got, uh, do we have a live show coming? No, I don't have anything coming up. Nothing on the books, bro. Just, just follow him on his website. We'll, we'll post about it. We're going to try to be better. Um, the Uncle Service Podcast is going to try to be better about um, promoting shows that myself and Joe are on as well as uh, Rebecca all of our, Wilson all of our guests and our guests. And our guests. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to be trying to be better about this. Um, so, so just, just, just follow us on our socials, and you'll see that. Speaking of follow, follow me, Matt Doyma. I'm on. I am at Chubby Waiter on X because I still believe in truth in advertising. Although I haven't posted anything not awful service related on there, like in like like five years. <laughs> but you know what? That's fine. Um, yeah. Uh, beyond that, I'm Matt Doima on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, I always have to shout it out every Wednesday evening in the basement of the Red Carpet Nightclub in St. Cloud, Minnesota. I host the Keller Comedy Open Mic, St. Cloud's premier open mic in a place that's not the Twin Cities. Uh, <laughs> we have 32-ounce beers on special for $6. You can't beat that. Um <laughs> Uh, beyond that, the doors open at eight. Show starts at nine. Um, come on out. Tell me you heard about it on the Awful Service podcast, and I will buy. I'll actually buy you a six dollar picture. I'll, I'll fucking put my six dollars where my mouth is. God damn it, that's what I mean. And Aaron, you can't. You you don't get to count that one. I'm sorry. No, no. <laughs> that would require you to come to St. Cloud, which you will never do. Um, I mean, <laughs> sorry, calling you out on my podcast, Aaron. Wow. Even Joe has made it up there. Um, no. <laughs> I'm just fucked with you. Uh, follow the podcast and Awful Service Pod across all platforms. Send us your Karen of the Week stories, GY Did It Fails, and any other interesting tidbits to Pod at gmail.com. Uh, Aaron, you're a beloved guest. We'll definitely have you back on for another awful conversation and or panel show or something here in the future. Thank you so much. I can't wait to come back. You guys are the best. We try. <laughs> And as always, baking soda is now called sodium bicarbonate. I want to end on that. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) It's time to count the till, sweep the floors and mop the spills, say good night, dispose of the trash and turn out the light, tell me. Lock the door.